it's back, it's British, it's touring, it's big, it's the British touring cars. <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> Thanks to Tom for that. <laughs> Joined once again by Tom and Nick. How do you like that? GB oh, News special. GB <laughs> News special, yeah, brilliant. Loved it. You know, I'm also available if anyone wants to hire me for script writing. Yep. Hit me up. <laughs> yeah. We were prepared for this podcast, but that was such a good intro I had to bend mine. That's what it said in the tin. British Town Cards back this week after a five-week hiatus after round one, and we're at Snaterton. I think all our favourite tracks, is that right? Well, it's my favourite track in Norfolk. <laughs> is it the only track in Norfolk? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know my English geography, so you can say any county, and I don't know what it is, to be honest. Relatively near to me, actually, that one. Is it? I've never actually been to Snetterton, but... I've there, been the, there. Th- have you? Oh, mm. yeah. Long time ago, though, I was there with my parents. It was when Cleland and Jeff Allen were testing their Fox or whatevers. Dear God, 1973? Something like that, yeah. Nah, that would have been... <laughs> Mid-90s, oh, 90s, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Allen's last full-time drive was 94. All right, so yeah. But he might he still did the odd round to fill in for an injured James Thompson in 95. So it could have been around that era. It's around that time. Um, Johnny Herbert was actually there as well, testing the F1 Lotus at the same time on track. Oh, at the same time wow. As well, because... Ooh. Well, that seems safe. Yeah, that was <laughs> a Citroen 2CV and a few other things. <laughs> oh, if an F1 car had a 2CV, it would just be dust. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, health and safety not a, not a yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not a point. It's a, it's it's not a track I particularly look forward to. To be honest, it's 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 a funny layout mm. for the for the touring cars. But there's, there's as we said off camera, there's been a couple of good races in the past few years. Yeah, well, this think... is the three hundred layout, right? Nick? Yes. Is it the one hundred? Was the old one? I think. Yeah, one hundred or two hundred. Two hundred. 100 is yes. the inner one, I think. Oh, yes, it is. That you it? never yeah, see. 200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was never loved. I Honestly, I don't think it was ever loved in the old layout. But now it's like a rose-tinted spectacles thing. Yeah. I always remember John Collin saying something disparaging about this layout. Oh, bloody hell. Got to go to Norfolk in winter to test. Well, probably because that's when you yeah. were there. <laughs> and um, so now people prefer the old one. But that, that still wasn't an amazing layout either I think uh, it's a good track to drive just not a great track to yeah. spectator right fair enough yeah, it's probably the worst for racing on the calendar but I wouldn't go as far to say it's a bad track it's one, it's one of those no. ones yeah true it's only bad in the context of others mm-hmm. it's no it's no Paul Ricard but, but... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> as... I mean it's flat as flat as Paul Ricard oh no it's actually got the bomb hole right yeah so. you got the bomb hole. <laughs> Don't forget the bomb hole. What a corner name. Yeah. It's up there to be Akron Wind Mirror Alley and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have to translate these corners this time. No. <laughs> no. No. Uh we spoke I think a couple of times about the real only bit of news between uh races was that Andy Neat is out. Mm-hmm. Uh Jess Hawkins name right there yep. is in. And Senna Proctor's got the drive for the rest of the year in the BTC Honda. Which I think we all said is good news. Yeah. But 
jumping ahead a bit, pretty anonymous weekend. Mm. Uh, considering he didn't have ballast going into qualifying, but then on the flip side, um, he he's not driven. The... Oh, did he? Because yeah. of... Ah, uh, oh, yes, you're right. New entry, you get New I think entry. It's 30 kilos. I think it might be more. Oh, good one. And he'd not driven the car, right? Yeah. So I take it all back. Yeah, Kamish wouldn't have had the extra ballast because Brown it one. was still before the season, so it wasn't classed as a new entry. Clever. Good sleuth in there with the rules. Yeah, um, but you and FIE Stuart in a previous life. Well, actually, no. Was it? Well, did he have to carry Kamish's ballast? Thinking about it. Oh man, you sounded so good, and now we're not <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I just remembered that the commentary team said um, it was the car, not the driver, that the ballast was assigned to. Mm. Ah, so it that... been So it's actually more than thirty because he was fourth or fifth in the championship, I think. Mm, he was up there. He finished on the podium, didn't he? Three point scores. So, oh well, that's interesting. Damn, I didn't pick up on that, but it makes sense. Because otherwise, yeah. wouldn't you just switch a driver to get rid of ballast if you just wanted to go for team's yeah, yeah. points? Yeah. Did you see the interview with Jess Hawkins pre-races? No. Um, she actually made me feel sorry for Andy Neat. Ah. Oh, interesting. Talk us through it. Talk us through it. Well, she was saying about how he wasn't there because of the, and I believe they called it, hate that he's received on social media after the last race. And I don't know the ins and outs because I don't follow him. And to be fair, I don't do much social media. But apparently it was really bad, the abuse that he got. I can imagine. I think Paul O'Neill was defending him as well, saying that no one, regardless of anything, deserves the kind of hate that he got. He was trending on Twitter, which for a British touring car race is pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. I mean... uh, I saw him training on Twitter before I saw the race, and I just went, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah. um, so I don't know, I don't know how much was sent like at him or was just in the oh, ether. Dear. But yeah, I mean, apparently w- it was really bad abuse. But I so say I haven't seen it, so I can't comment too much. But yeah, that's um, not cool. The other I thing mean, that came up w- was, I believe Paul O'Neill said this as well that he apparently has reached out to the other two drivers slash teams involved in that accident to help pay for the damages. Wow. That's good. Mm. Wow. How much of it, I don't know. I, even the offer's quite cool. Yeah. I so, often thought if I was really rich and racing and been doing badly, I would do something similar. <laughs> so are we taking um, Andy Neat off the shortlist for biggest shithouse of the year after that? Oh, yeah. Well, are we part of the problem? We are part of the problem. Yeah. We, we have criticised him for almost killing two people. To, to be fair, there is, yeah, there is valid yeah. criticism in it, or there is abuse, and like I say, mm-hmm. I don't know what was sent to him, but mm. you, can, you can't shy away from criticism. If it, if no, it was no. abuse, so then yeah, that's, yeah. It's, there's a line, and mm-hmm. it sounds like it's been crossed there. Oh. Yeah, but he should be back for the next round, apparently. Right. I'm still not convinced of that, but. Mm. Well, I thought she did really well. Yeah. Which did very well, actually. Yeah. She was only a tenth off of. Osborne. Was her teammate Sam Osborne? Yeah. Yeah. Quality, which I thought was brilliant. Yeah, I've re- I wrote down here, uh, for race one that even in P twenty was a really good result when she was mm. driving around at that point. I can't remember where she finished, but 
Um, you've got to think that that's ahead of what nine cars. Yeah. So, fair play on that one. Anyway, uh, the main thing here is, Colin, did you watch Cogglebox? <laughs> I've not watched uh, it yet. Which which one? Is it Paul O'Neill in multiple? I don't know. Uh, there's nothing saved in my Virgin TV planner, so I'm not sure what it's been recently. It was on a celebrity version about ah. know, three or four weeks ago. Was it? With his sister Mel B? Can do it. Oh dear. <laughs> Mel C. Mel C. <laughs> Which one's Mel B? That's the one who had a child with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, that does not narrow it down for me. <laughs> to be honest. Frizzy hair. A thing either. Is it scary? Well, hang on a minute. Now, now yeah. I'm down. Scary. Yeah, okay, right, okay. Now I'm down to it. Mel C was sporty. Unconfirmed yeah. reports. So Mel C was for okay yeah, yeah, yeah it was Mel C that he was on with and yeah not bad they just had him on as uh, Mel C's brother doesn't mm. say he was a yeah. racing driver or anything so but it but. was on the they were both on the one shot to promote it as well I think ready one ba, ba, da, ba, ba, ba. yeah yeah that's not a program <laughs> I can watch no, I don't watch either. either like that that little bit that you just sang just raised a lot of anger in me I hate <laughs> like, that where's the remote quick. <laughs> It's yeah. like when you hear the Archers theme too. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a very middle class thing. No, I was just going to say. I don't think we get that here. <laughs> Is that on TalkSport? No. <laughs> Do you know what? Um, I don't... Oh, but I only, that only came up because I was in the Silverstone Cafe the other day buying a, a cheeky chocolate bar. Which should oh. be doing. And it came on the radio and the person serving was like, oh, hang on a minute. Sorry, I just need to change this over. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I digress. So British touring cars. British touring cars. Yeah. Qualifying result. Gordon Chen took pole and then very quickly lost it. And he was disqualified because his rear wing was one degree out yeah. of where it should be. And they are blaming that the mechanic turned it the wrong way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, fair enough, probably did happen. Uh, yeah. I think there were some people accusing him of cheating over the weekend. But one degree Actually. sounds like a mistake. To be honest, I don't know how much that gains you. It was the wrong way as well, so it would have cost him, if anything. But yeah, it would oh, really? have been negligible, if that's true. Well, it's, he uh, qualified three, was it three tenths quicker than anyone else? There were some big gaps, actually, in this. There was huge gaps, very mm. surprising. It's a long track, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but they took it on the chin, they didn't try and say yeah, anything. Yeah, I think said it's a mistake, we have to live with it. I think they tweeted rules or rules or something like that. Yeah. I remember Ingram had once had something, I, can't, I couldn't tell you when, in a similar scenario. Uh, I mean, it's a fairly fundamental rule. It's there yeah. for a reason. Uh, because if you don't have any regulations on that, you might as well run without a wing on tracks mm-hmm. where they're fast in a straight line. Like that, that here is a track where it would affect more than most because it has, yes, Thruxton is quick, but here is mm-hmm. one long straight line. Yeah. So if you reduce the drag all the way down, that's going to be a big gain. Sorry, and Shedden was one and a half tenths quicker. But then the, there were gaps were really big behind. Yep. So Colin turned into Eric Paul, and then it's three tenths back to Ingram. Yeah. For the tenth back to Offen, and then another two tenths back to Butcher. So there was quite a gap. Top ten was a second apart. Yeah. I may be wondering part of the reason the gaps were so big is because uh, at Seston we have this top 10 shootout. Mm. Oh yes, of course. So so you have less 
like during the first 30 minutes or actually I don't know if it's 30 minutes for the shootout um, but the longer amount of time you, you can set like more more laps and there and because everyone's doing that they they tends to narrow the gap I think mm -hmm. um, I could be talking rubbish there but <laughs> but certainly in the top 10 showdown sorry um, there's uh, more chance of errors because you've got less opportunity to do a quick lap but I still think that if you're going to do a top 10 showdown you do it each person gets one lap um, other sports do that like well in the, in the past world touring cars have done something like that uh, Australian supercars do it at certain races that's much more exciting than another 10 minute session yeah you know I would tune in for that because then you make a mistake you're, like, you're out mm. I would have wa I forgot to watch it when it was on and I thought oh I would watch it if there was some way that you could actually catch up with it right but I don't think there is so normally there isn't until the highlights program I think yeah or they add it to the website ITV website sometimes they started last year or year before maybe mm. they, they you can actually catch up but for the first round you could catch qualifying because they randomly showed it live on ITV2 so it was on ITV hub I, but I, I didn't check to see if that was the case for this round so if anyone's listening and desperately wants to watch qualifying even though you know results then um, check ITV hub <laughs> And I sat and had a qualifying, uh, an engine issue during qualifying, so I had to get a new engine for the race. And Gun Geddy didn't take part because he had a fuel pump issue, I believe. So he missed out on Tarlin and was yep. last. And Shedden was demoted to second last. Yes, because I did wonder, oh, hang on a minute. I thought Shedden was supposed to be last, but Gun Geddy's there. But yeah, of course, he didn't take mm -hmm. part in qualifying. And still fair play because that car was destroyed. It's not coming yes. back again. Just well the done. to go wrong is actually quite a result in a way. Yeah, yeah, well done because I've had to spend all this all this money and the rush to get four cars ready, Team Hard, that is, with his mm. Cooper Leons. And then one was wrecked at round one. Um, now, maybe if you're like, you know, organised and stuff, you might have that in mind that that could happen. But because it's an all new car, mm -hmm. part supply might be tight and all this sort of thing, so it's good to see him out. I think Stephen Jelly also did very well. I believe it yeah. qualified fourth. Yeah, um, he was he was sixth in the first round of qualifying and yeah, fourth in the second. And he did say before in a quote, I did read a quote with him before going into the round where he said, "If I just do what we did in testing, I know I'm going to be up there." Hmm. In testing, you can obviously have Oliphant and Takington as a yardstick. Now doing it in actuality is different because you've got pressures, right? Yeah. Pressures on. Uh, but I suppose he was relatively light going into the meeting as well, so he did very well to be well the first of the sort of non-consistent top five <laughs> finishers. That's well, not even a thing. Non-championship contenders, I would possibly say. Yeah, yeah, because Butcher was a championship contender last year to a point, wasn't mm -hmm. he? Yeah. Um, but then Adam Morgan just behind him, that was good mm -hmm. as well. Really good Plus for the car. Jake Hill to get in the top ten with Max Ballast, I thought was brilliant as well. Yeah, star of qualifying there. That's a mm -hmm. good point. Because 75 kilos around here must hurt. Yeah. And this year it's the, the higher amount of ballast, right, than last year. Mm -hmm. Bravo. Dan Lloyd in the top 10 as well. Yeah. Getting some, getting used to the car, getting used to the rules again. Doing all right. Okay, we'll jump in to race one. 
which took it down and Ingram got good starts and had a real good fight in the first lap. Uh, Ingram got side by side with took it down a few times and Colin actually got his elbows out and pushed him wide two or three times really during the lap. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought Ingram was, uh, you know, it's the age-old thing that's been in Touring Cars a while, right? First two laps, you've got to get past the rear-wheel drive car mm-hmm. because that's when they're vulnerable. And then towards the end of the race, they should have better tyres that have last long, it's lasted longer, so it swings around about. Mm. So it felt it, obviously Ingram's been around; he knows that he's tried to go around uh, Agostini. He tried to get the cut back, mm. but I feel like Turkington blocked the cut back by just sort of yeah. parking on the apex and I thought oh that's so clever yeah and it was without contact it was just like perfect car placement it, it was just sort of on three quarters of the way through the corner it was just sort of oh didn't go anywhere and you know Ingram has to lift for half a second and then his run's gone mm-hmm. so um, and that's it for the top two really <laughs> the rest yeah. of the race yeah. uh, I think Ingram came back at them towards the end of the race but apart from that it was pretty Pretty steady gap between them. Yeah, there was a, was it like halfway through the race, Ingram set a fastest lap. Mm. And I was like, ooh, and the commentators were like, well, this could be it, he's coming back. Oh, no, the last, next lap, Turkington pulled out a second. <laughs> so that was that. Yeah, that was that. Uh, elsewhere at the start, Butcher had a terrible start, but managed to keep Jelly behind mm. for third. Yeah. And I thought Ollie Jackson had a really good start. Uh, he got up to fourth before uh, Adam Morgan sneaked past him. Yeah, so Jackson did a, an amazing job because he got past Morgan around the outside of the exit of Turn 1, Riches, and then Jelly around the outside mm-hmm. of uh, Wilson, is it? The hairpin? Yeah. So he'd gone up two positions. Both cars were rear-wheel drive as well, so take that uh, certain oh, yeah. driver who moans about rear-wheel drives. <laughs> Although, of course, he didn't do it on the start line. But he still at least had a run to get in that yeah. position. So, uh, top job from Ollie Jackson at the start. Yeah, Ollie was kind of in the mix all the way through the weekend. Yeah, really. He was, he was always involved in someone. Um, elsewhere, there was a moment between Robottom and Smiley, uh, which allowed Sutton to get past them both as he was trying to recover from a pretty rubbish qualifying. Yep. Um, there wasn't the usual certain charge. He made a couple of places, mm. but he just seemed stuck in race one, which is really unlike him. I think an element's got to be the ballast that he had on board. Yeah. It wasn't maximum ballast, was it? But it still had some weight. Yeah, I think it was third yeah. place ballast, I believe. And we look at how poor Cook and Plato were mm. in qualifying yeah. and the race. And they were obviously Cooks on. Um... Oh, sorry. They were on similar ballast. Obviously, uh, mm-hmm. Jay Kill's done an amazing job with Max Ballast. Yeah. Better than all of them. But on similar weights to Sutton were Plato and Cook, and they were miles behind. So it's still mm. solid from Sutton. Yeah. Race 1 puzzles me a bit more when to see Race 3 um, with Sutton. When yeah. had Max, well, we know Max from Race Weight on. It's just a bit, a bit strange that he didn't even make much more progress. I suppose, I suppose um, that's a good mm. point. Where did he finish in the end? P11? Uh, he finished P10. in P11. Yep. Was it? How did he lose a place later? Oh, yes, he did, didn't he? That was it. Yeah, uh, I think he yeah. lost out to Smiley. Mm. And, but he, he got up to 11th. Uh, 
Shedden was on a charge from the back though. He had a really good race one. Uh, he was up Two ten places by lap five. Um, and he was. He had a moment with Moffat, I think, at some point of going mm-hmm. into the S's. Is that this race? Mm-hmm. It is. Where he almost spins Moffat around and somehow both of them managed to save it. Well, Aiden managed to save it. I but... don't know how Moffat saved that. It was a perfect tap for a spin on a rear wheel drive car. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's not like he's not going to overtake there. I don't really know what Shedden's trying to do. Maybe a bit of over eagerness uh, from your fellow Scott there, Colin. <laughs> Two of my Scott, fellow Scots. Oh yeah, true, fight. Scott and Scott. <laughs> yeah, it was a Scott and Scott fight. But well, well held by Moffat, who kind of impressed me most of the weekend, to be fair. Yeah, he was very racy. He was racy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for the full weekend. Uh, but yeah, I think you're right. I think Chen was just desperate to get up the order because he yeah. was a, they had a disastrous round one, two and three at Froxton. I think if you... If you qualify the quickest even though you're disqualified you have a mentality of right I can go through this field like uh, what does David Anderson say a stabbed rat or a knife through butter any other analogies are welcome a stabbed rat <laughs> doesn't that kill the rat well if, it, if, if you, you stab, stab its a tail rat, oh that's a good point I think that's what he says if you stab a rat surely it's stuck and dead <laughs> maybe he means like nick a rat or kick a rat or if anyone's wrong, it's going to be me. No, so, no, um, no, the phrase no, is stabbed rat, but I don't get it. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's not what I get. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. It has to be like nicked, like you know, you just nick it. Yeah. Or kicked. Oh, anyway. <laughs> me out a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about animal cruelty. We've already talked <laughs> about underneath cruelty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a nice, kind podcast for everyone. Mm. Unless your name is David Croft. <laughs> oh, God. Are we going to get cited for abusing David Croft now? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, we love uh, you, David. And Ted. Yeah, yeah. We've been probably kinder to Ted than we should be, to be honest. So <laughs> I don't think we've been too bad. But we ended up with a butcher train in this one, as everyone just kind of got stuck behind yeah. him. Yeah, well, he did while. well to hold off. He did. Um Jake Hill, I think, was just behind him. At one point, Olfant got past, and Sutton tried to come around outside yeah. as well, and Hill got his elbows yeah. out and kept that yeah, place. Which is good, considering the the weight he had on board. Yeah, and I think it's important to fight back against Sutton, because most people yeah. just give up. Yeah. I agree. Um, and it, oh, it didn't quite have an overlap, and I feel like he just sort of made an overlap. A little <laughs> yeah. bit of, and that was perfect. That's how you do it. Yeah, you can't just lie down with Sutton, especially if Hill's in the championship fight this year. Um, if he if he does lie down for him, then that's a mental thing going into the final round where Sutton goes, well, I'm going to have a take over him. No problem. He had max weight on. He also had the hard tyre, which for that particular wow. race was definitely the worst tyre to be on. Wow. So, yeah, he did really well, I think. It was important but, because Sutton ended up losing a couple of places out of that and mm, Hill yeah. finished, I think, four or five places above him. Yeah, mm. I, I do think Sutton could have made more progress if that battle hadn't happened. Mm. I think that was sort of um, dulled his attack a bit. A bit of a train formed uh, behind Butcher when then ended up, he pulled a bit of a gap on Hill. Yeah, I think it was down to P18 in Moffat 
at this point uh, around lap uh, seven and uh, I thought oh things are going to kick off here but then Butcher managed to sort of manage the situation a bit well he did have the issue with the gear changes right is that uh, what you think initially he... backed him up a bit yeah because uh, he you can't change up without coming off the throttle that's going to cost you sp speed down the straights and especially the exit out corners as well right yeah yeah not so, not yeah, ideal that's hold you up so you have to lift the throttle each time he changes up and probably have to get used mm -hmm. to that so for a few yeah. laps you have to change your driving style um also around this time josh cook indicated a pulled over for shedden <laughs> both were really struggling back of the pack mm. um on the edge the fringes of the points uh, along with plato he was around there uh, at that point not really doing anything so i wonder if cook let shedden pass to think oh i could follow him through but then he didn't really do anything anyway. So Shedden finished no. 15th, Cook 16th. So in the end, Cook lost the point. Because they didn't yeah. make any progress. Could Not very Honda tactics here. I did think that. I did think that. Yeah. Although, of course, this year, uh, BTC Racing is using the Swindon power plant mm -hmm. as opposed to the Honda. Although, the Honda engine comes from Neil Brown, not Team Dynamics. So... Uh, all the body panels and the chassis from Team Dynamics, I understand. Mm. So, yeah, there's a relationship there, isn't there? I do think it's more what you said there. It's, if I let him through, yeah. he might make some places up and I can benefit from it. I think, I think that's didn't pan case. out. Yeah. Um, also, um, what was going on at this point? Oh, well, Morgan was having fun. He was going up and down like a yo-yo, I felt, for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was doing well initially, but then fell back down off camera... But then did make a good overtake on Dan Lloyd to get back up a few positions towards the end. Oh yeah, yeah that was when Lloyd was trying to get past Holly Jackson, wasn't it? I yeah. think so. Yeah. He was all over the track. <laughs> <laughs> he was taking every single line to try and find yeah. a way past and ends up compromising himself. Yeah. Unfortunate, but he definitely uh that's that's where if you're not in the BTCC for a bit, sort of the race rust sort of element com cuts in because Yeah. All these drivers who are on it will just take any gap. That's very true. And also, um, Shedden only got P15, didn't he, because of Tom Chilton. Um, ah, yeah. Spinning. Bit of a... Question mark. <laughs> bit, bit of a weird one. I, my theory is Shedden turned him. What yeah, do you think, I Colin? I think so as well. Yeah. What do you think, Colin? Uh, yeah. Well, from what you see on TV, it looks like he always is it on his own, but as it's, it's, it's Say that it's a strange pace to lose it on your own. Because Shedden's in a move with someone else at the same time, right? He's trying to outbreak someone or defend. Presumably Further back. That would be Cook. Yeah, maybe it was Cook. I can't remember who it was at the time. Hmm. And he's, it's like a Shedden late lunch sort of scenario, and he just taps the back of Chilton in my eyes. But you're right, you can't get a clear angle of it, so you have to give the benefit hmm. of the doubt. Uh, but then Chilton rejoined like a gill, is what we yes. call like the gill. famous gill rejoin. Famous gill rejoin. Which is just go and look straight ahead <laughs> yeah. and it'll all be fine. Yes, and unfortunately it takes out Jess, um, Jess, Jess Hawkins, wasn't it? Yeah, Jess Hawkins. Yeah. So she uh, was having a fairly decent race mm -hmm. after a qualifying 17th. Superb. I was very impressed. To be close to a teammate, like we said already, but then I think mm -hmm. she was around P20 at some point. In the end, I think she finished 23rd, but. You, the, the, the replay sort of cut off so you couldn't see her then rejoining to see where how if she lost positions and stuff yeah. but I'm assuming going out wide and on the grass doesn't help 
<laughs> no. No, it probably hurts. Because in the end, she finished a couple of places behind Chillen. So clearly, she's had to mm-hmm. get the grass on the tyres, run offline, try and rejoin. So, not ideal. Tom Chilton still confuses me. Yeah. It's weird, right? Yeah. He's nowhere. And I don't know why. I just expect him to be further up. I just well, expect him to be somewhere closer to the front. And he just doesn't seem to be the past two years. He's been missing in action for a while. Mm. Since that second season in the Shredded Wheat Ford. Yeah. Um. Oh, and I've forgotten where he drove after that. Was it a Honda BTC racing? BTC. Mm-hmm. And then now the BMWs. It's just the last two years. I know we're only into this one just about now, but it's that he hasn't been close to his teammate. And this so was I the first round the where Morgan decided to get ahead a bit. Uh, at Thruxton, they were kind of close, I felt. Well, they were both like up and down because they're getting used to it. For me, Adam Morgan took a step forward in terms of pace over Chilton this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, although we, you know, Chilton was twelfth in qualifying, it's not too bad. And then he's had a fairly average race and been taken out, but he he didn't go forward, was he? He was falling backwards in no. positions. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's cool that he's there, and he clearly can do it. He can win races. He can get podiums. He finished third in the championship when he drove the first year in the shredded wheat. He finished third in the world touring cars when he was in the Citroen. So yeah. You, 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 yeah, I don't know if it's just switching teams too often, not having the right engineers, not the right motivation. I don't know, a million things, isn't it? Your driving style doesn't suit these setups. Interestingly, he's doing the pure ETCR for Hyundai this year, which is a new electric touring car championship as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's drivers like Matthias Ekstrom, Augusto Farfus, uh, Jean Calvernet, Georgia Dene. They're, they're in there. It's a, it's a very talented grid. I'll be watching to see how he progresses in that as well. Maybe that affects... Yeah. Maybe they decides to do that route instead of British touring cars for next year. Depending on how well he does. One to watch. Mm, indeed. So, race one. Tuckington wins from Ingram. Butcher and Napoleon. Other uh, names to pick out. Jake Hill managed to hold on in ninth. Well, Ash Sutton was 11. And Sheridan managed to get himself a point in 15th. Whoop, whoop. So at least he got Zumman out of the race mm. after yeah, after pretty disastrous qualifying. Uh, just looking a bit further down, Sam Smelt was last, quite a long way back, but I don't know if he had a problem. He's not quick but, enough anyway, regardless of having a problem. Yeah, he was 58 seconds behind the leader. We were, were a bit unsure of why he got that drive, but um, yeah, I don't know if he had an issue. I mean, he was 23rd in qualifying when and his teammate was 4th. Yeah, mm. he's got to. He's got to. You've got to give him time. But if he's like that towards the end of the season, it's um, a bit unfortunate. Yeah. I think. Yep, and uh, Gun Getty got up to twenty seventh, and Jason Plato was seventeenth. No points. No point. Although he might yeah. get independent points, I suppose. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't really do much after pretty rubbish qualifying. I think he only made up one place. I thought though, right, race one, get it out of your system, get yeah, the weight off, progress. progress. But as we'll talk about race two now, he didn't. He did not. Uh, race two, same finish result as race one. Tuckton, uh, pretty aggressively defended from Ingram out of turn one, put him on the grass. Yeah, that was fun. 
Yeah, mm. very un-Turkington like manoeuvre. That was a sharp intake of breath. Yeah, which allowed Ollie Jackson to get through up in his second. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, I suppose it's early in the season, but normally you just don't expect Turkington to go that that hard on a defence. Yeah, true. Mm. But it just it defends in a kind of acceptable, classy way. <laughs> I don't know how you yeah. manage that. It's like he didn't make contact. No. It was optional. You know, yeah. Ingram <laughs> could have backed out of it. But it was his choice to go on the grass. That's how Turkington does it. It's, it's savvy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And good um, for Jackson to get up there. Yeah. Like I say, he was involved all the way through. Um, Sutton starts taking places right from the start. Yeah. So yeah. whatever was wrong in race one, if it was the weight or, or the tyres or whatever, or the one didn't have quite the engine set up right. Yeah. Race two totally changed. He starts yeah. to charge. At the back, Glenn Geddy is hit by appears to be Rick Parfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parfit and was it Edwards were side by side. Yeah. Yeah. Put in the corner, and it wasn't totally clear who made contact. It looked like in slow motion it was Parfit, and mm-hmm. uh, which puts Geddy around, and Parfit is stuck as he is trying to recover. Yeah, it uh, must have been Rick Parfit because he got an official reprimand. Mm. And right. I believe two penalty points on his licence. Ouch. Pretty much spoiled both the races. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is where Chilton retires with front damage, but we don't know why. No. Yeah. Totally smashed front end, bonnet mm. bent, and there's no mention, no replay. And you don't see anyone else with. Like a like rear end or anything like that. No. But so it's, I don't know what he's hit. Could he's, be barriers. He's hit yeah. something. He <laughs> just don't know what. Yeah, not ideal. And there was a 10 second penalty for Moffat for being out of position at the mm-hmm. at the on the starting grid. Mm. But rejoice, it said it on the screen. It said in red, 10 second penalty for Moffat. And then the leaderboard at the left didn't have him like going up and down all the time. Yes. Blah, blah, so, blah, blah, blah. so they've heard out. They've listened to our Thruxton episode, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, but they got the penalty wrong. Oh, yeah, it was, it was, five it was only five seconds. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. So, so race control initially got it wrong. So all the graphics were wrong, and the TV announcement was wrong. Uh, and it was only like at I think pretty much the last lap they realised that oh no, mm-hmm. it's only five seconds. So. So Take back all oh, your praise yeah. and just giving them yeah. to him. The penalty Turns shambles out, continues. <laughs> they still screwed it up. But you're right, at least they got the graphics sorted. I thought the graphics were actually better in general this weekend. Yeah. It's like they switched them on this week. Yeah. It's still <laughs> a little bit slow to update, but they seem to work a bit better. Uh, sometimes, occasionally, it would tell you what tyres people were on. Yeah, but only sometimes. But only sometimes. I feel like it needs to be permanently on there all the time yeah. now. Just because there's such a disparity between the two. Yeah, that's something I'm just not paying attention to when I'm watching these races. Shall we dip into that? Because I've got a run. Go for it. Cause I just don't I, like him. I, I, I'm just ignoring it because I, I don't like it and it's they don't make it clear enough to follow right. during the race. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a question, Colin. Mm. Did you, at Thruxton, round one, did you miss the change of tyre compounds? No. No. Nick... Did you miss the fact that they couldn't only choose one compound and not two compounds at Thruxton? 
Uh, not at all. So I'd forgotten it was a thingy until this race started. Yeah, so it's not needed. If no. the racing's good without it, wh- why why have we got this? Because whenever then you can almost work it out. Then I know, under, I understand with 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 ballast. People argue it's contrived, and because it, it, because it is. But <laughs> having another layer on top of it is is too much. So I don't mind having two different tire compounds to use in a race when there's pit stops involved. Mm-hmm. That works Formula One. When it's a ten lap race or a 20, 30, 40 minute race as British touring cars are and there's no pit stops and you've got to do this whole use one of the use the medium tyre once across three races what happens is you go okay this driver's within the top 15 and they've got no ballast and soft tyres therefore they're going to finish in the top 5 mm-hmm. uh, but also part of me thinks when when you add that in a driver let's say in this race Sutton who's light and has a soft tyre on and some drivers at the front have success ballast on. Yes, it's an amazing drive, but as I'm watching it, it takes away from the skill because it's amazing and skillful to do all these overtakes. But you're just always thinking, yeah, but he's got no weight and he's on the soft tyre. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's a bit hypocritical of a British touring car fan to say it's all a bit fake. I understand that. <laughs> it's just a bit too far. It's like DRS is too effective in F1. This we had a season without it last year. No one w- yeah. was saying, "Oh my God, please can we have the tire compound switching back?" No, well, it's, it's an extra, it's an extra pain away on the drivers that they don't need. Really. No, and I, it's it just it, you're right. I mean, all the commentators talk about is tires. Now. Yeah, mm-hmm. all and we're talking about is tires, not overtaking or uh, setups or. That's what else we get in Formula One. You get. Talking about tyres and strategy and oh, he's green his tyres and yeah, yeah, don't want that in touring cars. The British touring cars is good enough racing not to need it. No, but a great season last year. Yeah, um, I don't think I, I think we're in agreement then that, that this isn't needed. But it's not every race. In our season preview, we said which ones it was in. I can't remember. Yeah, me neither. But definitely it was only three or four, I think. So if this is a test to try it out again, I'm saying no, thanks. Mm-hmm. In a really Yorkshire way. No. No. <laughs> you should yeah. start a petition. Yeah. Change.org. Or is, what's the one that they have to debate in Parliament? I'm sure we'll get 10,000 <laughs> signatures for yeah. this. No different tyre compounds in British touring cars. Yeah. Please. Would uh, you prefer to have no changes at all? Or would you prefer to have, say, one sprint race and one feature race where you have to change tyres? Oh, now a longer race at some point yeah. would be good. And changing tyres is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big Silverstone. Oh, Do it yeah. at some point. Big, Big Silverstone, Silverstone would mandatory yes. stop. Yeah. Yes. The thing with that is it's a cost thing, isn't it? I think that's why it they is. do it. And they're not set up for quick pit stops. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Back in... The 2000s and 90s. Yeah. yeah, but if it if it takes two minutes, everyone takes two minutes, so it's fine. True, true. It's not not great telly though at that point. If it's <laughs> <laughs> no, if got, not. Is it individual wheel studs or is it a centre lock now? I don't I know. I think there's individual ones. Yeah. Now you can still do quick pit stops with individual because mm. that's what NASCAR does, and Scandinavian mm-hmm. touring cars used to do it as well. They've got these crazy guns that make these amazing noises like woo 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 woo. It's like that. That's four. <laughs> There you go. Do you want to do that again? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the inverse sound when you're putting it back on? Try and do that. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so it's possible that it means buying new equipment and stuff, but also British touring cars. They don't actually have the. It's thirty. It's twenty. What is it? Twenty eight, twenty nine cars. Mm-hmm. Twenty nine cars on the grid. Yeah, that's the point. So they have to drive in first, face first to the pits, right? They can't be lengthways, yeah. and that means they have to be pushed backwards out. If, yeah. if you're doing that that's with thirty cars, safe, it's, da- it? it's dangerous. It's, yeah, it's dangerous. I watched yeah, a video a of a, a big brick car crash in the pit lane uh, recently where I think everyone's queuing for qualifying and everyone's like, all the mechanics are pushing the cars out and someone has a crash in the pit lane and then he runs everybody over. It would be like it would <laughs> yeah, be like that. It's no idea. No, no. <laughs> oh. Anyway, race so two. So you're seeing there's a chance it may happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> race two. Uh, race two, what happened? Well, Robo got... Oh, man, I've said it. My own <laughs> rule. <laughs> I've fallen on my own sword. What happened to him, Nick or Colin? He gets punted off by Proctor, we think. Yeah, yes. Uh, I I thought watching on TV it was um, Gordon Shed and it got punted off, but I have been corrected. Mm-hmm. The that commentators was... got it wrong, unfortunately, but it was impossible to work out because it was two BTC cars and two Halfords cars. <laughs> yeah, so it could have been uh, Cook and Shen, yeah. or it could have been Proctor and Robot. And, and you, you couldn't tell the race number because it's not in HD. Do you not have uh, ITV4 HD either? No, it's only on like uh, pay subscription packages, right? I think. Oh, I've got it. I used, I used to. Yeah. No. Oh. No, I have. I've got Sky. Yeah, I think that's the only time you can get it. Or maybe yeah. it's changed recently. I used to have it on my old Virgin package, and then I downgraded, and I don't, right. I don't get it HD anymore. So right, it's complete uh, potato quality. It is the worst quality. It's so bad. Yeah, uh, I can't, you can't. You literally can't see the numbers and names on the cars anymore. It's no, just awful. Try to yeah. tell them apart. I mean, paying extra for HD in twenty twenty is a story yeah. for another time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a rant in itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sutton managed to get past Jelly and Butcher in the space of three corners yeah. and then did a really nice move on Ingram which I thought he set up quite well through a couple of different corners uh, It was at this point I thought oh I'm going to win it, is he going to win it? But I yeah. still thought Turkington was too far ahead Yeah, I did initially I thought oh P2, here we go What to mention a nice move by Hawkins on Edwards through the S's she was on the outside for the first part and managed to get up the inside for the second. Although they showed it with a weird camera angle. Like they showed it from like the side camera angle rather than the one that yeah. they used for every other shot of that corner. They, yeah. They used that angle for another one later on with Jake Hill. And I was a bit like, can we have a replay of the normal view, please? Yes, yeah. you can see you talking what happened, but I thought that was a nice move. And you at least they showed the guys at the back on, on TV. Yeah, true. True. Um, certain I've got down here that yeah we're watching Cook a lot sometimes because I think he had an onboard camera but he was just not doing anything mm-hmm. and uh, by lap six Sutton was on the grass about other the he went around on the grass was it around Ingram? Um, yes, I think it was. I don't know what corner that was, but uh, oh yeah, it was on the exit of the hairpin, wasn't it? It was basically it, it was it was kind of four wheels off the track is was what I'm aiming at. There's a debate. I'm not sure. I quite liked what he did because it looked like Ingram was expecting him to try to undercut him, so he just let the car run out instead of going for the inside. Mm. Yeah, but But. at least two wheels were on the grass in that move and it was pretty sneaky. Yeah. He always comes out with 
earlier I was saying, oh, it feels kind of cheap when, oh, mm-hmm. he's got no weight and soft tires. But to contradict that slightly, he does pull off the amazing move that you don't think. Yeah. And, I, and I don't the, know how he thing how he works that out. Is that uh, in that race, Jake Hill was also on soft tires. Yeah, but disaster, right? Yeah. Complete opposite. Oh, yeah, it's a fair point. My theory has been completely blown up by Jake Hill. Thanks. Because <laughs> he had he had less weight and soft tires and disappeared. But yeah. front wheel drive, rear wheel drive. So yeah, but I would say he did have contact, and I'm wondering if that knocked the alignment out, which meant the tire wear was worse. How about that yeah, for theory? <laughs> he finished nowhere right down in twenty something. Yeah, um, and he said that his tires were the. Yeah, the wire in the tyres was actually coming through and you could hear it hitting the inside yeah. of the wheel arch. Um, I can't remember who he had contact with and went off. Moffat. Ah, yeah. Contact in the SEs, which is, I think, called Brundle. And... Yeah, it is, yeah. Ooh, I can't yeah. remember the same part's called. Nelson. Nelson. Yep. Um, so Aiden and him kind of tangled. Hill went wide. I think two other cars went through as well. Yeah. And Moffat mm-hmm. managed to come out in front of the train and all that. Oh, now Moffat did something I'd never seen before, which was, um, I think it was, a, there's that kerfuffle at Nelson. Kerfuffle? Kerfuffle. Skirmash. What was the one that got Jeremy Car- uh, Clarkson sacked? Was that a fracas? A fracas, yeah. That was it. I don't know why that word came out as like the one that we're going to use. Because <laughs> then every other journalist copied it and it was all you could read about. Yeah. Um, so, Moffat, because he's a rub, a rub with Hill, right? He's actually slow out of that corner. And Morgan's mm. alongside him into the bomb hole, which is normally mm. job done. Yeah, I have never seen someone effectively overtake around the outside of that corner. Or not, not the one that comes to mind. And he used... A bit of curb I've never seen before. On the exit of the corner, there's clearly like a bit of grippy curb, and he was almost four wheels yeah. on that, and that gave him enough of a of a run. So he basically did like a NASCAR outside line pass, where he had the momentum on the exit, and I was like, "Wow, amazing!" I seem to remember someone. I don't know if it happened, but it probably has happened. Somebody's before. done something similar back in the Plato Sayat days. Right. Okay. I think him and Matt Neal were side by side through there, but obviously one of them ended up going flying because that's what happens when those two are um, my memory of that one I can remember seeing that was Neil was trying it but Plato just turned in early and then they went through there sideways if it was 2006 in the Leon and then in 2007 there was one where Giovinardi got a run on Plato and Plato just drove him onto the grass on the inside no <laughs> Plato wouldn't have done that Come on now. It's a mature Jason Plato these days who drives around in 20th and doesn't do anything apparently. <laughs> Which is unfortunate because, uh, do you know when he was, uh, don't call it a comeback. At Thruxton he was getting feisty and he was calling uh, Josh Cook swear words, right? And mm. he said something like, I'm going to get him back. And then this race, did he just get overtaken by him and nothing happened? Yeah, Cook went past and then said quite easily. And yeah. that was it. There we go then. But yeah, Hill filled down to P14 and then way down. And I just think that that's not normal tyre wear because no one else had it that bad. No. Sutton had a big lead just flying away, but then right at the end, all of a sudden, Turkey Tip was like right on his backside again. 
That was surprising. Was, yeah, I was like, oh, has he got, is there something wrong? Has he got a problem? His tires went off. But Nike, you think he was just being careful? Um, yeah. he's. Um, he said he was wary of the fact that Turkington apparently had a slow puncture at the end of the first race on the last lap. I see. But this was never confirmed. But yeah, he said he just slowed down to a point where he was just far enough in front of him. Just, it was like half a car line. So yeah. he's got a hell of a lot of confidence to, uh, mm. <laughs> to keep him behind at that. Yeah. And then uh, Ingram and Ollie Jackson had a real good fight for the last podium place. Oh yeah. Ollie won. Best part of the race, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a good battle for a full lap, basically. It was, yeah. They t- did uh, duplicate moves on each other, it seemed, within a couple of corners. Mm. Yeah, that's what we're going to see from Touring Cars. I think uh, um, Jackson ran wide out of riches onto the grass, did he? Um, yes, yeah. But then he fought back because round Palmer turned three. Ingram got a snap of oversteer on entry. Uh, Jackson then got an overlap and was down on the inside into Agostini, the hairpin. So nice fighting spirit. I was a bit like Ollie Jackson's had a great, great weekend. He's driving better than ever. Uh, last year was his breakthrough year. Two wins. One of the second of which was uh, here at Snedson, the first at Silverstone. But here, last year, he did this amazing race where he didn't look in the mirror and he just drove every line mm-hmm. perfectly and was really consistent. Here, he, he did make some. Unfortunate errors. Not just here where he ran wide. Uh, he obviously fought that position back, which is great. But earlier in the race, and maybe race one, he did run. He missed the apex at Wilson a few times at the, the second turn two. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, oh, he did do that last year. So still good. But these little errors, you can't, they, you get punished in touring cars. Yeah. Yep, and then he makes a complete in our dog's dinner in race three. Ah, <laughs> yes. Which we're about to come to. Yeah. Uh, just want to look at some of the results I don't know if you're going to shout anyone out Colin for race 2 go for it oh well Jack Goff in P9 in that Cooper again Mm. uh, another Mm. good result for a new and proven car and if you just think of where the Volkswagen CC was last year you know they were fighting for points points was like a victory now top 10 on race 2 it doesn't look that stable or particularly sharp it kind of looks a bit cumbersome in the corners but it's so early days that um, I'm going to mm. predict that it gets a reverse grid win this year how about that yeah I'd, I'd go with that yeah because at I'll, Croft I, at Croft that's specific <laughs> <laughs> Carl Bald is going to win that one uh, <laughs> rear wheel drive circuit in it no it'd probably be Moffat wouldn't it mm. um, yeah the thing with that was I thought hang about it could be here because Jack Goff's first win was at Stetson in the MG I think it was a race three and P9 I thought here we go Ashton's gonna pull P9 out of that out of the bag yeah but it was P7 so Stephen Jelly and Paul for the final race yeah it's been a while since we've had a, a low number on the reverse grid yeah it could have spiced things up more but however it was mm. an interesting race three would you agree yeah. would you agree Colin yeah, it's probably the liveliest of the races. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I, I don't. I didn't. After watching them all one time round, I didn't remember anything happening in race one, and then watching it back again, I actually, was quite a bit happened. Yeah. But race three was 
was definitely the most action packed of the lot in the weekend. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Jelly and Paul with Oliphant put John Ingram behind and Jelly gets a decent start but looks really nervous and is quite twitchy yeah. on all the breaks. He's not quite hitting any apex. He's just not a happy camper in front. I don't know whether he just didn't have his tyres switched on or if he just... It was the pressure of being on front. I think it's the latter. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't a good a good start for him, really. No. Uh, tell you who else didn't get a good start. You've already mentioned him for a bad start. Uh, Butcher. Mm. Slow away from the line again. He needs to get used to that. Uh, he's getting solid results now. At least he didn't crash into Baldwin this time, but <laughs> or the wall. Yeah. But yeah, he needs to work on the starts a bit. Speaking of Bordley. Ah! <laughs> he ends up off at whatever corner name it is. In Tom, the middle you bit. You have the circuit map in the middle bit. In the middle bit. The lap. <laughs> in between Hamilton and Oggies. Yep, he ends up off. I think he gets a bump from behind, but we don't really see it on camera because the camera's focusing on mm. Shedden and Cook. Yeah, that was having messy. an incident. Yeah, Cook yeah. smashes Shedden, who's completely sideways off track. He manages to see. You see, mm-hmm. I'm going to blame Shedden for that one. He does turn in on him a bit. He turns in before the a corner. <laughs> before yeah. the corner, yeah. it's like, mm. yeah. Um, but so we didn't actually see what happens with Bordley. It all bunches up, and you can just kind of mm-hmm. see that he's on the left of the track, and he hits like a wheel arch and bumps up. Mm. But you don't know who it is, and. Then he must spear across the track and not hit anyone very lucky. Do you remember when Plato yeah. rolled it there? Uh, in the MG, the white MG. Uh, he hit the barrier on the inside and it flipped. And um, I think that was because Newsham hit Neil in front and everyone slowed down. It could have been something like that, but it, in the end it was yeah. a harmless spin. Didn't do much this, this weekend, actually, Baldly. That was the no, first time I remember seeing him. Yeah. Mid-pack the whole time, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Actually doing anything. But yeah, back to Jelly making a, a mess of things at the front, I guess. Mm-hmm. He, walk, he walks up, going up to Agassini, I think, which means that Jelly hits the back yeah. of him. Yeah, no, I apologise. He walks up early in the lap, yeah, the which hairpin. makes him a bit nervous, Wilson. so he breaks early. Yeah, He breaks early for Agostini, and which means that his teammate runs in the back That's of him. That's bad. Ingram and all hell breaks loose. At that point. Um, hmm. Yeah, and then round the was outside. That where Ollie Jackson and Oliphant came together as well. Yeah. 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 Now Jackson hits the back of Oliphant, spins him out right. Now you're saying there's no penalty for that. I'm a guess. I'm gonna assume because you couldn't see it all on camera, like the Chilton spin. But I would guess it's because uh, Oliphant's going like ten miles an hour slower than he would normally be around because of his off his offline. He's just hit the back of Jelly or something weird. Mm. Yeah. But wrecked Oliphant's race. He had a solid weekend. He could have won that one. Yeah, easily. I can't imagine Dick Bennett's been happy um, in the in mm-hmm. the pits because the two drivers have wrecked a good chance for two cars on the podium there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jelly probably should have let him go because he was I think not so. comfortable at all. Yeah. Too nervous. Yeah. So yeah, is it Ingram got past and all that? So he was up to second. Jelly manages to keep the lead yeah. somehow. Didn't see any yep. of it as well, but I know it's way longer. I think it was lap three. Jake Hill made ten places, but yeah, didn't see any. It was just all oh, really? the <laughs> graphics. You know, it says how many places they've gone. Mm-hmm. So the car was back in form. The car was back in form. I, I would say as well, like you know, when that Oliphant Jelly Ingram thing's happening. Yeah, it was really nice to hear the crowd. 
Hmm. You can always hear him at that corner. And I don't know. You don't. I didn't see a picture of how many people were there. It's four thousand total this weekend. Um, how many people are allowed at football these days? Uh, Hamden at the moment's about twelve thousand. I think for the semi-finals at Wembley in a few weeks, it'll be forty thousand. So why are more people allowed in a football stadium when the oh. racetrack is spread out? Hang on, that's the, hang on, sorry. Yeah, I just Here we go. Oh. Because, I don't know why because, but somehow it's okay to be crammed into a theatre and things like that, but yep. standing outside at a football match or a racetrack or anything outdoors where there's wind and probably fucking rain yeah. here. Well, space as well uh, for a racetrack. I mean, I mean how long is yeah. Nesseton? I know, there's plenty of space for people, but for some reason that needs a capacity limit. I don't know if they make any money for doing just 4,000 people. You've got to have toilets clean, catering on, car parks manned, up, stationed. Um, yeah, they probably don't that's make not any cheap. money, but it's good for the image, if nothing else. Yeah, they just have to take a hit. Yeah, well, just, yeah. What, 4,000, uh, what, £35 mm. a ticket? Mm. Yeah, you're right. It's pro- it probably helps a little, but it's not. It's some revenue, you're, you're, isn't it? it pays you're covering your costs, they put letting them in. Yeah, you're right. But it was good to see fans back because it's the first time two encourages had fans. Yeah, I don't remember seeing any at all yeah, last yeah. year. That's why there was a five-week break between round one and round two because yeah. they thought they might have crowds in from this point on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it might be a while till um, full crowds are allowed back in. We'll have to see. Not kills should be full because it's in August with our new freedom date. So. Whoa. And apparently uh, Silverstone's going to be full mm. for the Grand Prix. Interesting. Yep, I received an email with my ticket this morning saying that there's been discussions between Silverstone and the DCMS, and they're going ahead as planned, which means full capacity, a hundred odd thousand people. Wow, which is yeah mad, but I'm glad because it means I can still go. Nice, that is mad. Well, mm. let's see if that happens. But yeah, yeah, I'm still not, I'm still not counting on it, but uh, at the moment it's happening. Nice one. But um, yeah, agree. Yeah. Capacity limits at a race track are a bit mad. Yeah, don't understand it. Don't understand it. So back on track. I think we. Where did we get to? About lap three. Lap yep. three. Yep. <laughs> Before we got off. Uh, Shedden drives down uh, Jackson for P six on the softs, and this is the start. Don Gordon Shedden not breaking for corners and smashing it in there and being the old no, Gordon no, Shedden. Uh, I'm, I'm not having it for this one. No, me neither, actually. No. It, it was a, a good dive. He got the done. He was way past Ollie um, mm-hmm. Jackson. And Jackson decides at the last second to turn into Shedden's rear wheel. Yeah. And then um, broke his own suspension. Very uh, lucky that Shedden's suspension is not broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a mad... I don't know if he was trying to cut back underneath or what, but he either makes a complete mess of it or he just misjudges it. But he takes himself right. out of the race after a great weekend. My initial yeah. thought, having only watched it once, uh, was uh, I did apportion some blame to Shedden actually, but I'll take I'll trust you both George's months on that and uh, rewatch I take it, after. it as um, the fact that he turned into Shedden's rear right. wheel says to me. Yeah, that, yeah, the move's already and done. And it was quite a sudden turn as well. The only thing I can think of is what Colin said. He was trying to get a cut back and just mistimed it. Did it far too early. Right, fair enough. Weird to to break the front suspension. You you rarely see that, yeah. right? Or steering. 
Yeah, it normally is the, the rear wheels when that happens. Yeah, yeah. So lucky for Shed and unlucky for Jack's well. Not unlucky if he if he he's timed it wrong. Mm. It's a shame because it's such a great weekend, and then he just made he took he takes um, often out on lap. Yeah, three, true. And then and then takes himself out a couple of laps later. Maybe that's yeah. why there's not a penalty actually because he didn't finish the race. So what's the point? Possibly, yeah. Hmm. All at the same corner, so yeah, yeah. He's not a fan of Agostini. No. Ingram took the lead up the inside of Wilson, um, which was a, I thought was quite good. And then Sheldon mm-hmm. tries to get past Sutton, but gets run out wide by Jelly because he kind of gets a bit too far ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, almost taken second, but because yeah. um, he gets run out wide, Sutton keeps the place and manages to keep Sheldon behind the full remainder of the race, which I thought was a bit of a surprise. Considering the weight difference in the cars. For me, when uh, Shedden gets past Jackson, I thought, oh, race win. Also, yeah, Cook, exactly. Cook's following through as well. Cook must have had a great start along with Shedden. Mm-hmm. They're both up there, aren't they? He just stopped halfway through. He was going forward and then just it ended for him, basically. I don't know. I'm wondering if he was on the soft tyres at that point. He, he was, yes. I think. Yes, he was. So mm-hmm. I wonder if they just ran out of. Him and Cook. Life. Yeah. They must have done. I think. Um, Sutton man did an amazing job to hold him off just to the point where the tyres started wearing out. Mm. Uh, I also noticed that um, when Sutton went past Jelly for P2, uh, Shedden tried to follow through, right? Yeah. Mm. But didn't quite. it didn't quite um, work out. But uh, Sutton's move was like, reminded me of Rosberg and Hamilton at the Red Bull ring a little bit. You know where <laughs> I sort of just yeah. didn't turn in? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've got this, but I'm not turning in for a bit. But it was not in an idiot way. It was just clever again. Um, I thought that was interesting. It just reminded me of that. Yeah, and when uh, when Shedden was going past Jelly, I think a few corners after, he has a really unnecessary <laughs> sideswipe at him along the street. Mm. Ah, now was it past- was it Jelly or or I thought it was certainly right. It was Jelly. That was bad. That was bad. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a bit naughty from Chedden. I've been I've been defending him all, yeah, all day. Uh, but that one was a bit off, and he does get past them. It's a straight but line. It's a straight line. I didn't know. Yeah. I don't really know why he did that. Maybe he sneezed. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down just here. Really yeah. sharp. Yeah. Uh, but then when he did get past, it was insane, right? He was like backing it in like a MotoGP bike. The back was yeah. swerving around. the thought, "There's no way he's making that corner," but he did. So fair play. Great and the brakes and the Honda. It was the same in the old mm. car as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Although it's got to be a shedding thing as well, right? Because mm. I didn't see Neil and Kamish do moves like this. And no. the where it's snaking around and it's so last minute, it's like whoa. Yeah. I'm wondering how it's how he sets up the car. Maybe, maybe as a trick where he's like adjusting the brake bias at the right time. I'm not sure. Think as well, he tends to commit to it very late as well, which probably yeah has some influence on it. It's also one one move that's like very yeah. deliberate, which must mm-hmm. take some skill to get to get that um, timed right. It's just a shame that we didn't see that in World Touring Cars in the second year, but mm. that's a story for another time as well. I just thought Sutton did an amazing job to hold off Shedden at that point. Yeah, uh, I've written down here. You know, don't doubt he's driving. He is the best. <laughs> son. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, son. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's yeah to hold a car based on no weight on while you're on full fuel ballast. Yeah, full. Uh, mm-hmm. Well done, though. Uh, I think Cook got by shell in the end as well, didn't he? To take fourth. Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. And I think, it to be honest, the way JL was driving, <laughs> first few laps, he's lucky to finish fifth. He is. Yeah. yeah. Could have been in the fence. Guys, his tyres went, his front tyres went completely knackered after that lockout. Yeah. Mm. That's a good point. Tegerton was quiet yes. in this one, but that's all he needed to do. Yeah. Yep. P7, uh, Robottom got up to 10th, Hill recovered to 12th, and Jade Edwards got a point, mm-hmm. coming in 15th. Ah, yes! There's a fact about that, isn't there? Go for it. It's the first person, first female since Fiona Leggett in Thruxton 2006 to score a point. Well, long time, 15 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be fair, Fiona Leggett is, uh, uh, you know, ahead of her time. Yeah. It was good for us getting the points, I think, but... Um she needs to do more still and I think she will it's only her second outing right. I think she should be regularly visiting the points this season I agree with that yeah let's hope she can get top 15 more often mm-hmm. yeah definitely I, I did possibly even get in the top 12 so yeah the old balls in a bag that's a terrible expression <laughs> 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 I thought um, I don't did it was never said. Did Senna Proctor have an issue? Because he ended I was just say two that. minutes behind in last. But I didn't see again, it. I did. It wasn't shown on TV that he had an issue. I didn't see anything. It was um, a similar thing with Moffat as well, wasn't there? Yeah, he filled an order at the end, the 17th, yeah. but it wasn't shown line. again. Yeah, weird. Not sure. But good old Jack Goffin. P9 again. Mm. Two P9s on the bounce there. Plus, uh, where did he finish in race one? 12. So that's actually a very consistent race consider- uh, weekend considering um, different tyre compounds. Are you backing him for a, an outside title? No. Here, Tom? no. Just no. the reverse <laughs> grid win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice to see some Butcher get some points on the board in three races. It's a bit too late. It doesn't quite have the edge. I think Ingram has adapted to the Hyundai quicker than Butcher to the Toyota. Is that fair? Well, first ever win yeah. for Hyundai in this as well. The good old i30N. Your favourite car? My favourite <laughs> car. That you're trying to get rid of? I'm trying to sell, yep. <laughs> so, if anyone wants one. Uh, yeah. Or if Tom, hey. if Tom, if you want a backup, <laughs> there's, there's one going. Uh, mine is available. Do I, I quite like seeing Adam Morgan in the points all the way through as well. Yeah, that's good. I've said before, he seems to be the unluckiest driver in the world normally. He yeah. just gets involved in everything, but this is a, <laughs> a queen weekend for him. I forgot before going into the season that he he got into British Touring Cars by being the Ginetta G55 champion, which is rear-wheel drive. And Ginetta mm-hmm. then had a prize drive, and he got a drive a year in the Toyota, right? So he can yeah. do rear-wheel drive. It's just been a long time. So, um, we he he, sh- he should he should get wins this year in that. He should. There's, I I can't even ever put my finger on it, but there's something I don't like about Adam Morgan. I couldn't tell you what it is. <laughs> it's just, I never want to. Well, I, I never not want to see him do well, but I never think I'm never rooting for him. Right. Okay. But I've no idea why that is. He's not the underdog, <laughs> but he's not the favourite, so he's just kind of no. There. Did you not like his uh, Mercedes that he had for about five years? Uh, no, definitely not. He's <laughs> <laughs> dad. Nice the first season, I think. But yeah. Oh, and the yellow and black livery that was quite cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wicks race. His dad used to rally a 190E Merc, which is like a mm. three series size saloon. It was quite cool. I was watching a lot of rally videos over lockdown. VHS Rallies, good YouTube channel. And then I saw this <laughs> Sicily branded Mercedes rally, and I was like, well, that's got to be his dad. And then he did an interview, and he's like, okay, that's definitely his dad. <laughs> Don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> Jason Plato. Yeah, go for it. Where did he finish? In the championship? Or this race. This race. This race, he was 20? 18th. Oof. Yeah, did he get a point all weekend? I don't think he did today. Not in the top 15. He might have got some indie points. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he got in in race two. No, I don't think he got Definitely in. didn't in race no, one. No, no. No, point away was 20th. In race two, yeah, nowhere. So he has ballast going to the next qualifying session, but not a lot. So... Uh, yeah. yeah, he's eighth in the championship. Yeah, so he has to do better at the next round. Hmm. Uh, fastest laps. Race one was Tuckington. Race two was Sutton. And race three was Shedden. No, Josh Cook. No, yeah. Shambles. Clean sweep last time. <laughs> Cook wasn't really anywhere this weekend. Until the last race, it was, yeah. It was a, I thought it was a pretty bad weekend for the Hondas until Shedden kind of got there in race three. Yeah, it could be track dependent. Them it could be track yeah. yeah. Although he's quick in qualifying, but then the wing, yeah, it, you don't know, do you? No. Uh, driver standings at the end of this then. Sutton takes the lead, 80 points, with Ingram two behind. Tuckington is five behind Sutton, with Cook 20 behind and fourth. Ooh. Hill, who was championship leader going into the weekend, ends up 57 points. Disaster. So 20, 23 behind now. Disaster. It's fine for now, but you can't have another. He has to be good every weekend yeah. now. Yeah. Everyone in the top 10 now can't have, apart from the top three, can't have a bad weekend. Yeah, now, mm-hmm. interestingly, Shedden might be lighter than most championship rivals now for the rest of the year. It almost pays to have a bad start to the season, if that makes yeah. sense. Because mm. you're not going to be leaping into first in the standings. You know, unless a crazy fluke happens for at least the next three or four rounds. So you're yeah. always going to be lighter than championship leader in qualifying. You might not get pole, to... but yeah, it's a... got a good chance to cause con back race one results. Yeah, basically, mm-hmm. in theory, if everything goes to plan, he should out qualify the championship leader every weekend going forward. Now, yeah, that's what you mean. Yeah, does that make sense? Championship favorite Gordon Shen, your picks yeah. back on Nick. I remember. Yeah. Ah, did you pick him? <laughs> yeah, I did, think, yeah, yeah, we moved it. Who did I say? Ingram. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think Sutton. you might have said Sutton. Yeah, I think you did. Damn, we'll have to listen back. <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> we both said Ingram might do okay, and he's second at the minute, so that's. He hmm. is. Um, he kept his nose relatively clean. He had a little couple of fights with Turkington, but got out of them unscathed. Matt Neal. Very un unton Ingramish. Matt Neal said in his pre season preview with Paul O'Neill which is on YouTube that Ingram is not in a race winning car this year well yeah that's a long time now yeah. that's mm-hmm. harsh because I'm not going back to our predictions and saying that we could be completely wrong as well but that was one that oh, stuck yeah. out in my mind so he's won more races than Matt Neal's Honda this year yeah so far yeah. oof that's embarrassing yeah because uh, Robotham is kind of Anonymous at the bottom end of the point yeah. this weekend as well. I think that's his natural f- speed at the minute. 
normal speed even. And I think Thruxton, there was a lot of attrition. I don't want to take anything away because he did some amazing overtakes around the outside there. But purely on speed, sort of between 10th and 15th is where where it will be for most of the year, yeah, is my prediction. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, he might get a reverse grid podium. Mm -hmm. Looking at the championship, actually, I just realised that the top six are all in different cars. Oh, that's good. Isn't that great for this mm. championship? Yeah. Ah, no, we did say something about this in the preview. That a load of good drivers are in different cars. Hill in the yeah. Ford. Uh, well, Kukal Shedden in the, in the Honda. Turkington in BMW. Ingram in Hyundai. Sutton in the Infiniti. Uh, Butcher mm. in the Toyota. Plato in the Vauxhall for one round so far. It's been good. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And that's that's what we'd like to see. What we don't yeah. like to see is tie compounds. But... And the other thing to come out this weekend was some... Um... Um, sort of controversy about the weight um, where they were talking about the fact that Ash Sutton should not be able to hold off driver with no weight when he has full ballast and that something is a bit amiss with the infinity that, was that said? It not in so many words I, I don't mean they're saying they're doing anything illegal but that something's not quite right about that interesting, oh I love that well, I'm going to have to dig um, into the forums. Ash Sutton even said, we're actually not 75 kilos heavier than Shedden. We was 100 kilos heavier because we have rear-wheel drive ballast as well. Oh, but that that applies to the BMWs as well, I think, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. Yeah. But that makes it worse in a way. He's yeah. saying that they're over 100 kilos heavier than that car. Ah, and yeah. still holding behind him. What I would... The, my counter-argument to that is Shedden's done a million incredible late braking maneuvers on the soft tires mm -hmm. to this point we saw how some other cars throughout the weekend you know last three laps on the soft tire was difficult like turkin's supposed puncher yeah certain slowing down to save the tires all right jake hill we think might be some damage induced there um so i think if you didn't if they're on the same tire that's a fair debate but they weren't so it's not because yeah. because at that point you know the wear rates would be completely different mm -hmm. so they're saying like right. soft tire at the start of the race would yes. would be there he passed the, i'm pretty sure he passed other infinities to get to that yeah i think he would have gone past moffat at some point yeah yeah i think if anything it actually just adds weight to the argument that they should have had their ballast increase as they did this year um from 60 to 75 for the max ballast that's a fair point. I'm not. I'm not annoyed by that. I was before the season, but now it's fine. Yeah, because yeah. they do seem to carry the weight so much better than they used to. Yeah, the BMWs just always carried the weight too well as well. Mm. Now I think as well though that for especially for the BMW, they, uh, they've they've done so much testing with different ballast weights over so mm. many years that they've got they'll have a setup for right. Is it warm? And we've got this much ballast and we're on this much tire. Go. Some other teams like Team Hard won't have that for the Cooper at all. No, was probably raised an eyebrow for Sutton as well as how stuck he was in race one, but then mm -hmm. race three had a lot more pace in the car. But again, I don't think you can really judge that too well. At the end of the day, he's only two points ahead of Ingram and five points ahead of Turkington. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, that. We'll, we'll we'll know at the next round if there is something up. If all of a sudden he's still flying with full ballast on again. Yeah. Yeah. What is the next round, Colin? It's Brand Hatch Indy. That's weird, isn't it? Mm. 
26th to 27th yeah. of June. So only two weeks away. Brands Hatch Indy is a mid-season race. is just a bit weird. I know. But well, I guess we'll when find does out. usually be? Because last year, obviously, it was the last round, which that's, was just really weird. That's even weirder, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. It's yeah. normally the first round, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. Or traditionally ah, yeah. has been. Yeah. And I like it as a first round, because yeah. generally, not everybody's quite prepared, not everybody's on testing, um, so the field can be spread out around one. But Brands Hatch Indy makes sure that it's close anyway. Yeah. Mm. So now it's going to be a bit weird to see. Well, it might be wet again, but if it's dry and teams have got up to speed, will it provide any racing? Because normally it's first race of the season, you have everybody like spearing off into the barrier, which we had at Thruxton this time around. Yeah. Because everyone's <laughs> getting back in the swing of things. Um, I'm skeptical as if it will actually provide good racing. Now people have got a few races under their belt. But we'll see, won't we? Yeah. And it would actually be quite weird to have a Brands Hatch indie race without Matt Neal diving up the inside <laughs> of um, the final corner. Was, is it McLean's or have I made that up? Uh, that but you know the corner I mean. I know the corner you mean. I'm going to have to do a live Google. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's not the final corner, is it? Because that has its own name from True. The, the full track. Yeah. It's Clearways. Like, Clearways. 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 That's it. Clark Kerr follows it and McLaren is before it. How about that? Yeah, so I was totally off with my corner name. So you combined a few corner names. What did you say? You said, uh, I said McLean's. Ah, though there is a corner on some track called that, isn't there? Yeah. Is it Donington? Been, it's not even, yeah, it's not even a brand. <laughs> I think earlier as well I said, oh, it's 2020. Well, when 2021. Yeah. Could be wrong on it's, that. Uh, you're right, McLean's is Donington. Is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Question for you because I was watching old videos the other day. When was the last time they used the big track at Donington? Oh, 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 super touring. Do you think? Sake, but I feel like they mm. used it in two thousand and one. Well, it's not even that much of a different track, is it? It's just adding the hairpin in. The Dunlop yeah. Loop. Is that, fun? is that what they call it? Yeah. Right. I'm gonna. No, no, they used it in two thousand and four. At least. Because there was a title showdown between Muller and Thompson, I'm sure. Um, but anyway, we could Google it. Possibly. But that that was well, that's my answer. Do you have the answer, Colin? <laughs> yeah, I don't actually have the answer. It was a genuine question. It wasn't a quiz this week. Ah, okay. <laughs> it was a genuine question. Right. Yeah, it doesn't really add anything. I never thought to that. Trend. No. Nah. No, not a fan. Um, I once worked for a company that was like, "Oh, we're gonna." Sponsor part of Donington for racing. I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Where are you going to sponsor it? Oh, at the hairpin that no one uses. Brilliant. Mm. <laughs> I think World Superbikes yeah. use it, but that's it. I think British GT use it. Oh, do they? Possibly. Fair enough. But it's not like anyone watches British GT anyway. To uh... well, the crowd will be two, three times more for British touring cars. Yeah. If you want to get eyeballs on your sponsorship. Mm. Also, if you sponsor any other part of the track, you're guaranteed coverage regardless of what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope they got it cheap. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Brands Hatch Indy next, and then there's another big long break, four weeks before we're at Alton Park. Mm-hmm. And Which should guarantee a full crowd, hopefully. Ah. Yes, 31st of July, I'll be after 19th of July, I think, it's mm-hmm. unlocked date now. Yeah. So yeah, you're right, full packed house for there. That'll be good, it's always a good event. I've never been. 
and I'd like to go. I wonder mm. if I'm free. <laughs> because and then after that, we're at Knock Hill. Yay. It's everyone's favourite. Well, someone was, was saying the other day that they're not a fan. Oh, go on, Nick. I finished. So I can't remember. Someone said the other day, <laughs> oh, I'm not a fan of Knock Hill. I was trying to think, who was that? Anyway. Random fact. Some. Some fool. Um, <laughs> no, not a random fact as such, just I noticed during the um, coverage that there's a red phone box on the pit straight and I've never noticed it before. Is there really? Yeah. Not actually on the pit straight, that would be stupid. <laughs> um, but I should say next to the pit straight. Oh, did Hunter Rabbit not outside. wipe out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably around where... Um, Is it? The person that I got totally wrong last time when I said Coronation Street actor, but I believe it was Emmerdale. Emmerdale. Where he rolled it. Kelvin Fletcher. No, but wasn't it Hunter Abbott that rolled it? Or did Kelvin Fletcher roll it? They were both in the same car, oh, right? Yeah. They probably both did, yeah. <laughs> Someone's selling a print of the Snapton phone box for 40 quid. So ah! <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. I just well, randomly saw it and I was wondering, does it actually work or is it there just as a decorative thing? Well, I'm going to have to Google this now. Because yep. all I know is about Stetson, they used to have that tree that looked like a person, but I don't think that's there anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> that had a name for it. I think this one's like level with the start. Oh, yeah. One, almost. Framed photos, Stetson phone box. <laughs> that is weird. 40 quid for an E1 poster. The thing is, I assume that's been there for God knows how long, but I've never noticed it before. That is a good show. Possibly shows that the race one was not that interesting. <laughs> mm, to be fair, I did see it in the build-up. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Nick, you watched every single support race, I think. I did. I can't remember much of them, but I watched the entire day in one sitting. Did you really? Live. Wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's a commitment there. That's like a full eight hours. Yeah. It also meant I didn't bother watching the England match, which couldn't be asked to change channel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you missed much there. But we're not talking no, about football. No, the highlights. But, um, yeah, it was quite interesting some of the genetics were very good and so was the minis are they okay this year yeah yeah the, the problem was i had it on but i wasn't fully paying attention to the sport races but there was some good moves going on the minis were really good and the genetics in particular had some good stuff going on nice one um a name that i've actually spotted for quite a while oh was Ke- kian jewis who was in the juniors a few years ago and then progressed on to the Formula 4. Right. And I th- had him as an outside tip for being a future potential F1. Lando Norris style. Yes. Mm. But he's actually come back to Genetta's. Ah. Because I don't think he was able to... F- he's been in F3 for the last couple of years, but I don't think he was able to fund a drive in ah. open wheelers anymore. So Genetta Juniors? No, the Genetta... Ah, the GT one. Whatever they are now. Yeah. Uh, the GT5s is it I think so uh, and um, yeah he won what's it called sorry Kian Jewis it's K-I-E-R-N Jewis I'll keep my eyes peeled you heard it here first yeah, I just think he's a really exciting talent have you ever thought about a driver management career Nick <laughs> talent spot no, it's just certain drivers just stand out like yeah. Ash Sutton when he was in Cleo's you could just tell yeah that, he was good in Cleo's gonna be good yeah he was good and clear. Uh, Tom Ingram, when he was in Janetta Juniors, he was class above everyone else. Mm-hmm. And Lando in Janetta Juniors as well. Yeah, I remember that. 
And just quickly, Nash Sutton, I didn't realise that he's, he had a career pause in the middle of all that because he had a, a road accident. Yeah, no, I never knew that at the time. And it came up on one of the interviews, didn't it? Was it uh, mm. this round or the last one? Anyway. I think it was the last one. I think uh, Dan Cameron, I think, won a race in the mm-hmm. Porsches this weekend. Ah, yes. That's I good. Think he, I don't think he won it on track. I think there might be a penalty. But I did see yes. that he did win. Um, I didn't see much of support races either. I've seen a bit of the British Formula 4, where mm. I think one driver ended up going away through the fields, through the crops, oh, really? and just disappeared. <laughs> oh, yes. Just vanished. Yeah, it's just vanished out of you. Yeah, lost that's forever. you only see in the British support cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it just, just disappears. Those <laughs> wheat fields and things that people just fly into. Yeah. Uh, is it Croft as well where that happens? Yeah. Is it Tower? Not sure, but yeah, there's no there's no barrier. You just go into a big field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be like that at Turn 1 at Sneston, but there's a barrier there now and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at least for part of it. Like after the apex, you can spear off into a field still, right? But it used to it used to be if you went straight on at, at turn one, you could end up in some crops. Yeah, it's mad but funny. It's kind of a well, and also at Croft, there's a bloody um, ploughed field which flipped Bobby Thompson. Mm. Oh yeah, of that's not um, that needs to change for next year. At least put some gravel <laughs> in there or something. Bloody potato what field. The- yeah, what are they planting on a racetrack? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it gets ruined at some point during the year. It's weird, it's like as if no one's ever gone off there. So it's like the most stubborn farmer ever. I'm not fucking moving. <laughs> oh dear. Well, yeah. Anything else from the weekend? You like... I think that was pretty much it for me. All good for me. Yeah. It was just good to so, watch the touring cars. Mm. Yeah, it feels like the start of another season being weird. five weeks off yeah, from the first one. Um, and then, of course, this weekend F1 is back at Paul Ricard yeah, for the French a Grand Prix. As well, isn't there? With the whole Pirelli tyre issue. Yeah, so it turns out it wasn't debris shock that, mm. uh, that burst the two tyres at Azerbaijan. It was just tyre failure. So Pirelli have updated their pressure guidance and their mm. checking procedures. Even though yeah. they say everyone followed the guidance the last time, it was also it's wrong. It's a very strangely worded press release, wasn't it? It's uh, that they basically blamed the teams. It, it was well without actually saying it. Yeah, did they? Yeah, it was quite and deliberately the, obscure, wasn't it? And yeah. then the teams said that they followed all the guidance. Yes, the. There was an interesting article today, I was reading about it, um, where it's more to do with what the teams can do to get around them without breaking any rules, um, to do with heating the tyres and then letting the cool um, to get the pressures down after they've been checked. Right. So when they're checked, they're at the right pressures, but once they go out onto the track, they can be much lower than they're supposed to be. Interesting. Which is in the rules. There's nothing to stop them from doing that. Right. But there is now. Ah, uh, so now after qualifying and the races, tires, tire pressures will be checked afterwards as well as before. I see. So they're going to have to run at a higher pressure than they, they would like. Yeah. So as they can't then 
run them at lower pressures during the race and then get away with it because they still had to be checked afterwards. And they're not allowed to touch the tyre to reinflate them. <coughs> Excuse me, reinflate them or anything like that. That's going to be a big change to the way the teams operate. It is. That is quite a drastic change. What website was it on? Um, you might have heard of it. <laughs> it's uh, motorsport.com. Oh, it's a good website, that. Yeah. It's good, some yeah. good dirty sports writing on there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Um, nice. It's quite a long article, actually. Right, I'll give it a read. Lots of different things on there. Um, and also for next season, I believe that they they have to then do something totally different. But that was already coming into effect. I think that was to do with monitoring it. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Pirelli can get the tyre pressures in the race. Apparently not. Apparently mm, the, they can get the tyre pressures. The teams can see the tyre pressures, but it's not reliable information. Ah, right, so okay, so they're, they're claiming that the sensors at the sea aren't accurate enough to yeah tell them to see. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll be interested to see if that impacts in, in the actual race performances. Uh, one of the things they're not allowed to do from France onwards is they're not allowed to take the tyre blankets off um, more than 30 seconds before the car is due to leave the pits. Um, oh, so you've got to keep... How are they going to measure that, though? Uh, they said that there has to be a, a valid reason for them to come off, but I'm not sure. Money to go out. All the pits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Timing it. Because apparently, oh, that was 29 seconds. Yeah, they get the um, tires as hot as they can get them in the tire blankets, and then they take the tire blankets off before they're ready to go out to let them cool down, which then lets the tire pressure come down. Oh, I see. So they're saying that they have to leave them in the blankets until they're ready to leave. Right. Hmm. Sounds sounds. They're also stopped. Sorry, they were, they're also stopped as well this season. I think it was, or possibly a season or two ago. They were put a limit on the um, tire blanket temperature. All right. Because the, the teams were apparently running them really, really hot. So it's when they came off, the sudden change in temperature brought the tire pressure down. So they had a maximum limit put on the temperature. Teams will find a way around yeah. it. They always yeah. do. They They'll do. find a way to get them down again. Did someone will develop a, a, a method of getting more pressure back into tires before they can mm -hmm. check them. Somebody will get around it. It is weird how we... Because I think... Is that an Azerbaijan one is when all these things cropped up there, right? Hmm. It's just because of the tyre failures. So that's all that's brought it to light. But as I say, a lot of this yeah, was due to happen next year, but it's been brought forward. Right. But there was no tyre failures in the other races, right? No. So it's very odd how that track has brought the worst out of the tyres, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And Yeah, I think Red Bull in particular have been... Not had a finger pointed at them, but it's been insinuated that uh, they're doing a bit more. Yeah. Hamilton said something about, in Spain, that the teams were told to leave their tyre blankets on, but Red Bull took theirs off way before anyone else's. Oh, interesting. But you never know, though. No, but you could see possibly a lot of um, warnings or penalties coming about in France because of this. Yeah, you have to watch Anyf closely. Anything to spice up the French Grand Prix will be welcome. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he's just talking about tyres and penalties, that's probably. 
Unlike British touring cars, it's not a distraction; it's a an addition. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, it's either that powered card or after powered card. And your your ring tests are coming in as well. I think it's, I think it's for it. I'm not yeah, sure. all cracking so, off in rule land. That kick yeah. off as well. Uh, Esteban Ocon signed a new contract till 2024. That surprised me. Ah, yes. Surprised me as well. I thought Gasly, Gasly, Gasly. I suppose Go if you away. if you are doing better or quicker or can match a two-time world champion, it's good. But I yeah. still say Gasly will replace Alonso. Not next that's, season. Season. Oh one. yeah, that's right. You did say that, and I can't disagree with it. It does put the spotlight on Alonso to perform next year now, because mm-hmm. he's the one without a contract. Yeah, isn't that bizarre? <laughs> yeah. Those are the breaks. Those are the breaks. Um, <laughs> what else we're going on the weekend? Roman Grosjean's test being cancelled. Oh, shame that. So, Makes sense. Oh, I, see, I didn't see that. Postponed. Bit. Yeah. It's been postponed because of oh, quarantine no, issues. Yes. So I think you would have to quarantine if you flew back from the States. Yeah. Yeah. Or wherever it is at the moment. Hopefully they can reorganise. Imagine it'll be the States. Mm. Did you see he was actually and, uh, a firefighter that, that weekend? Yeah. Yeah. And really, like, angry about it. <laughs> yeah. He had to be, like, forced away from the car, didn't he? Mm. Oh, yeah, poor Roman. I think the Americans love him, though. Yeah, well, they they it's quick. Story like that, don't they, as well? Yeah. Yeah, anything that he does is plastered over every bit of social media. Well, like, I think Netflix helps with that. Yeah. Hmm. Very true. And they love a story, and it's quick. If you're quick, they can be like, "Oh yeah, he's resurgent. He's coming back." He's mm. if he was just driving around at the back, like Jimmy Johnson is. I don't think anyone would really care. He's always been a quick driver, to be fair. Yeah, he has. He has. When he had a fast car, he was mm-hmm. potential race. Lotus days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was just not a very good racer, which no. cost him many early years. Uh, and then there's dual rumours going into the weekend. One rumour strongly suggests that Bottas is going to get a contract renewal in the next three or four weeks. Bottas is? And Yeah, and then oh. the other very strong rumour is that George Russell has been told that he's getting the seat for <laughs> next year. So there is competing rumours which are, according to sources, as all these journalists say, are very strong. So one journalist um. is saying one thing, the other journalist is saying another, and they're both saying that their sources are rock solid. So... Well, what do you think? I'd love to see Russell get that drive. I think Russell will get it unless Bottas pulls out in the next two or three mm. races some basically wins. I think I Bottas think. is a number two, is the problem. And it, yeah. He's very good number two, but he's not going to win championships. And I think he's had his chance to prove that. And so Russell should get it. Mm. That's my view. Mercedes want a number two. Yeah. But... Problem at the minute. this year has not been a very good number two. Exactly no, that. That's true. Exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, I don't think Russell will be at Williams next year. No, and I think Williams Williams have replaced their team principal. So Simon. Oh, yes. Yeah, interesting that. Simon Rainey. Just Capito is now the. Simon Roberts. Simon Roberts. Simon Roberts. Apologies. Yeah, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Came about with the blue. And I think they've said they'll be open to open to discussions about their driver lineup next year. Mm. Which hints that they're basically saying we'll be open to taking Bottas back if you want to take George. Oh, off our hands. that's exactly what it'll be. Yeah, there you go. 
I was thinking for a minute, if, would they ever switch to Latifi? But there's some backing there, isn't there? There's quite a lot of backing there, I think, isn't there? Mm. Um, is is his dad? Oh no, doesn't his dad own part of McLaren? Oh, that's a curveball. Not sure about that. Sorry. Ooh. Yeah, I think I want to say it's either. I thought it was either McLaren or Aston Martin, and I'm pretty sure it's McLaren. Right, that's bizarre. He's not getting in those seats anytime soon, though. Yeah, you're right. Oh, it was no. McLaren. He's a major investor in McLaren. Good fun fact. He's not making much yeah, money. I don't think he's that's to do anything with his son. Right. I think that's just he's interested in motorsport. Yeah, I, yeah. is it isn't the car he's, company he's, as well? I'll just dip onto. Yeah, I think it's the McLaren Group rather than the team. Well, he's not making money on yeah. that investment at the minute. Mm. <laughs> Two hundred and four million they've put in. Well, he's probably worth about a hundred million right now. Yeah, and uh, his son is definitely not getting a McLaren seat. So no. <laughs> we can we can rule that out in the future. Although McLaren is going to Extreme E, which is a bit random. Mm. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, this is going turned into a motorbike podcast all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do think it's weird, but they've got to have a finger in each pie, I think. Yeah, I think as long as it doesn't impinge the Formula One team, which I don't think it is. Nah. I think it's separate. It things, might even just it? be a branding thing, and they have like yeah. someone like Pro Drive running it or something. I don't know. They're clearly in it because there must there must be. Some sponsor money swilling around in the save the world uh, aspect. Although they've had to cancel two rounds, haven't they? Oh, have they? Yeah, yeah because of COVID. Have. So we'll see how. Uh, I think their their end of season's up in the air. Mm. Yeah, I think I think F one will be the same. Oh yeah, this year as well. I think uh, there's a lot more disruption coming. So yeah. we'll see how the F one twenty one game live season join thing feature works when yeah. the calendars change unfortunately this was not the season to introduce it was it ah, <laughs> yeah unfortunately not no no that's a shame but Brian's Hatch next oh yeah uh, we'll be back with uh, Paul Ricardo this weekend mm-hmm. uh, any quick predictions for that do you think Mercedes will be back on form or Red Bull keep going ooh Tom I don't oh thanks <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Which is a good thing, isn't it? For the yeah. whole spot. Not a clue. I'm going to say Hamilton fight back. Hamilton for the win. Yeah, I, th- I think Mercedes will be the team to beat, but it will be close between them again. Yeah. Ferrari will drop back. Because of their lack of straight line. Well, that and just, I think the street circuits of uh, right good braking and stuff yeah they've made them look better than they actually are what do you think Colin I think probably Max will still win um, but I'm interested to see the rearranging changes how much it actually affects them I'm going to say and nothing happens with that no yeah. yeah how about that I think it'll be it will change but it'll be minimal yeah like that. Yeah, and I don't also the uh, tyre the issues as well, actually. They, if what they say about Red Bull is true, that they're um, a team that was exploiting it more than others, might affect them more. But could just be know. could just be hype, not get the clicks. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yep, so um, I'm looking forward to it. I may get to watch Friday practice tomorrow. Um, so that would be... That, um, 
get some answers then hopefully and hopefully we'll get some clarity on the Mercedes lineup soon I know George Russell has said he wants it his future sorted out by the middle of the summer so mm. he's pushing on his end um, are you in the future Colin? yeah no I, I thought that as well I was going to let it go <laughs> for a Friday practice? yeah yeah, because it's ten, ten past ten, and I'm not going to edit this tonight. Oh, so you are self-editing. It will Clever. be coming out. This this podcast will be released either Friday morning or Thursday evening. Uh, well done, Clever. It's quarter past, it's quarter past ten, and I have three quarters yeah. of a pint still to finish to drink. Yes. It, so, <laughs> yeah, no <chance>. <laughs> <laughs> I am in the future. For this. Awesome. So, cool. Yeah. No, 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 don't like this track, but. F one. I'm always excited for F one. Yep. So yeah. just had to bring my sunglasses for the bloody curbs. Oh. <laughs> oh, it, 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 I don't know why it annoys me so much that track. <laughs> yeah, just watching me. it. It just why have you painted all those body lines? Just why? It gives That's extra grip or something. Yeah, oh. the, the red is more aggressive and is meant to slow cars down more. Although when it's wet, I swear cars just slide even more on it. But. Mm. I could be wrong on that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Just without just describing the the roughness of paint any further. Yep. Let's go. Uh, let's go. I think that'll wrap us up this week. <laughs> Glad we've gone long for a weekend. Oh, obviously, it's not, not a lot man. happened in the touring cars. But yeah. uh, thanks for joining me again. This was a good one, and it was, uh, it was actually a decent race at Snetterton mm. in the end. Mm. And we'll be back next week with the... F- it is the French Grand Prix. It's not a funny name, isn't it? I think so. Oh, you've sp- sprung it upon us. And I do normally look at his uh, raison d'etre to look up that. Uh, there's a bit of French for you. It's a pad for time. <laughs> uh, it's the Emirates Grand Prix de France. Yep, so straightforward. Yeah, Sorry, French, French Grand Prix. Yep. Doesn't have a mad funny European name or whatever. So yeah, we'll see you then after that. And hopefully it won't be too bad. (laughs) Nice one. Thanks. Yeah, thanks very much. Like, subscribe, comment, share.